Welcome to the Dr. Wyatt Show podcast for developing a long-lasting, happy relationship is the status symbol to achieve. And following my six marriage steps is a path to help get you there. I'm your host, Dr. Wyatt Fisher, a licensed psychologist specializing in marriage counseling. Before we do the episode today, I'm going to start with a review that came in, and I always appreciate reviews because the more reviews come in, the more credibility this podcast has to others and the more visibility. Because for every new review, Apple and Google Play, they both will show the podcast to more people. So if you haven't already left a review, please leave a review today after the podcast episode. So this is what it said. I've been married 30 years and I've read just about every marriage book there is. But the information provided by Dr. Wyatt in his podcast inspires real lasting change. It's refreshing that he's so open and honest about his own mistakes in his marriage too. Thank you for that feedback. So today I'm going to talk about four sex tips to turn things around. Most people want to have a good sex life, but for a lot of reasons, they don't. And a lot of you know my story. My wife had a lot of sexual trauma growing up, and I'm the high libido partner. And when she entered our marriage, it triggered her trauma, and she wanted nothing to do with sexual contact. I didn't respond well to that that reaction and that posture and that position. And so my reaction to her trauma made her trauma worse. And so we got into bad, vicious cycles early in our relationship that nearly brought us to divorce. But thankfully, we reached out for help. We started seeing multiple therapists. We started going to conferences. We started reading books. And through all that work, we started to heal. And so that's why sexual intimacy is such a topic, such an important topic that's near and dear to my heart because I have been in the trenches and I know exactly what it feels like to be sexually frustrated and to feel hopeless. So here are some tips to turn things around in your relationship. Number one, you have to remember why it's important. If you're low libido, you may forget why sex is important. And there's three reasons sex is important. First, is it going to bond you together emotionally? So the more couples have sexual contact, the closer they feel, the more bonded they feel, the more familiar they feel. So it's going to make you feel closer emotionally. Number two, it's going to bond you together physically. When you have skin-on-skin contact and you climax, that releases oxytocin in your brain, which is the bonding chemical. So physically, literally, you're going to become more bonded and closer with your partner. The third reason to remember is that sexual contact is a symbol of your love and commitment to your partner, just like your wedding ring. Why do you wear a wedding ring? You wear it to express to your partner that I am yours and you are mine. Likewise with sexual contact. When you have sexual contact with your partner, it's a symbol, a representation that I am yours and you are mine. So sometimes we have to be reminded of why sexual intimacy is so important, especially if you're low libido. Number two, foster emotional intimacy. If you're sexually frustrated, if you want a better sex life, you have to start by fostering better emotional intimacy. And that's going to begin by clearing out the resentments. It's hard to have sex with someone you resent. So you have to go to your partner, ask them, what resentments do you have toward me? What unresolved issues do we need to work through? That's where you have to start. And so once you start working through those resentments, then you need to foster emotional intimacy. And that can be done by connecting on a regular basis, doing the head heart check, which is one of my tools I talk about. But most low libido partners can't be physically bare until first they're emotionally bare. 
So you have to prioritize emotional closeness if you wanna have a better sex life. Number three, you have to tend to the crock pot. Most low libido partners are like a crock pot. They need time to warm up. They need time to get in the mood. They need time to get their brain in gear, just like a crock pot. If I wanna have a meal in this crock pot at the end of the day, I have to start it in the morning. I have to open the lid and look at it throughout the day. I have to tend to what's inside of it. I have to, to put in some ingredients throughout the day. I have to make sure the temperature is okay, that it's cooking okay. And if I don't do all that, it's not gonna be ready for me to eat at the end of the day. Low libido partners are just like this. They need time to warm up. So if you're low libido, think about how to tend to your crock pot throughout the day. Here's some examples. Intentionally think about passionate memories of sexual contact that you've had with your partner in the past. What was exciting for you about those episodes? What was thrilling? What was passionate? What was sexy? Think about that because that's gonna get your mind engaged and ready for sexual contact later in the day with your partner. Another example is think about what you wanna do with your partner later in the day. How would you like to set the scene so it's romantic? How would you like to have the lighting? What do you wanna wear? What could you guys do that would be inviting for you and, and romantic and sexy? That can also help you get your brain engaged. Another example is start to flirt with your partner sexually throughout the day. So maybe that's suggestive text, maybe it's a suggestive photo, but anything that you're starting to do that's flirting sexually with your partner will help get you in the mood as well because feelings follow behaviors. So if you're low libido, tend to your crock pot. A fourth idea is to explore sensual activity. If you're low libido, it's very difficult to go from everyday activities to intercourse. It often won't happen because you need sensual activity. Sensual activity is the bridge. And so there's lots of different things to do during sensual activity, but sensual activity gives low libido partners a time to feel connected with their spouse, a time to feel close, and a time for their arousal to build. So during sensual activity, there's no sexual touching. It's just time to foster closeness physically. So here's some examples. One example is you can cuddle together under the covers in your underwear. It's very intimate. It's very romantic. It gives time to feel close and connected and it will build arousal. A second example is to nest. And nesting is where you sit crisscross applesauce, you face your partner, you hold hands, and then you look into each other's eyes. It's very intimate. It can feel awkward because often we're not used to connecting on that level. But that's gonna help both of you feel closer, feel more connected, and that gives an opportunity for arousal to build. Another example of sensual activity is sensual massage. Get some lotion. Take turns being the giver and the receiver. And just use coconut oil, you can use lotion, whatever you prefer. But take turns rubbing each other from the head all the way down to your toes, non-sexually. And when you're the giver, you're just focusing on giving your partner pleasure. If you're the receiver, you're gonna give positive redirects with affirmation. So for example, if your partner is rubbing your shoulder in a way that doesn't feel good, it's too hard, redirect that and say, lighter touch. And then when they give you lighter touch, affirm it. Oh, that feels so good. 
So positive redirect with affirmation. That keeps things positive. So that's another way, another sex tip is to explore sensual options. It's often missing in couples. So those are four sex tips to turn things around. Number one, remember why it's important. It's a symbol of your love and commitment to one another, just like your wedding ring. Number two, foster emotional intimacy. You have to work through your resentments. And then you have to foster emotional closeness because sexual activity often comes after emotional closeness is prioritized. Number three, tend to the crockpot. You have to watch the crockpot, tend to it, intentionally do things to get your brain engaged sexually so that you're ready for sexual contact later in the day. And number four, explore sensual activity together, such as a sensual massage, nesting, or cuddling, because that gives you time to connect and time for arousal to build. For more marriage resources, go to my website or check the links in my show notes. The four main resources I provide, the acronym is MARK. So my membership, my app, my retreats, and my coaching. So I have those resources for you if you want to take your relationship to the next level. Go to my website, drwyattfisher.com, or check the links in the bio. And remember, your marriage is alive. If you tend to it and care for it, it will grow. If you deprive it and neglect it, it will wilt and die. The choice is up to you.